0: Good morning, Joe. How are you today? I'm well. It's last Tuesday of November. Imagine. <laughs> and my, what a uh, way it was to kick off the holiday season in Quincy.
1: Yeah, what a what a uh, what a weekend we had as a city, uh, just remarkable. I mean, it, you can go back to last week. The that Thanksgiving game was one <laughs> of the best games in years. People couldn't leave. <laughs> it, was, it was down to the last play of the game. It was a great game. <laughs> You hate to see any team lose in that situation. It was back and forth, back and forth. Uh, the congratulations to all the kids. It was a tremendous day. And, of course, Friday night was the turning on the lights. Um, we had estimates were over 3,000 people at the Hancock Adams Common. It was absolutely jammed. It was it was awesome. You could feel the, the spirit of Christmas there. We had a nice show uh, with some music and, and, of course, turning the lights on. Uh, you know, several generations of folk, folks—the so grandparents with their grandchildren and everything in between—everybody uh, having a good time. So that was awesome. And the helicopter dropped at pageant, bringing Santa in by helicopter, was also well received. Big crowds, a little breezy on Saturday, but the sun was shining. Yeah. We, uh, and then, of course, Sunday we culminate with the parade and. Thank God we got it in before the rain started. It was the, Really, the timing was incredible.
0: Perfectly timed, actually. Just it as really we were dropped. wrapping up our last extension cord, we felt a raindrop.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean you know, the, the, target, the forecast was on target. Yeah. So once we get the last couple of days. Early in the week, it didn't look good at all. But, again, we think uh, all those people that were praying for good weather. And I tell you, marching the, the parade route, Joe, was as big a crowd as I've seen in a long time.
0: I agree, yeah.
1: Uh, and I don't know whether that was something to do with the pandemic stuff, whether it was the attraction of UMass, it was the mild weather, or a combination of all those things yep. made for a great turnout with the crowds all along the road. Yeah, it was uh,
0: three and four deep for sure, all the all along. Yeah, yeah,
1: it was amazing. And I, you know, I only had one person yell out something negative, but other than that, it was a great <laughs> reception. People seemed happy. And, uh... <laughs> It wouldn't have been normal if somebody said <laughs> something. <laughs>
0: because you can't please everyone. <laughs>
1: no, that's right. I wish yeah. them a Merry Christmas nonetheless. Sure.
0: <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah. So not really.
1: It was a tremendous weekend. Uh, people were raving about it, and I know this time of year, right through Christmas, uh, throngs of people go to the promenade, They having pictures taken around the lights, mm-hmm. to bring the kids up and walk around. It's just a wonderful thing. And of course, you know, December thirteenth, we're doing a special program in front of the the manger scene, Uh, and then December 18th we'll be lighting the menorah Mm -hmm. to start the um, the season of Hanukkah, so a combination of wonderful things happening.
0: Indeed, yeah, I know uh, Marina Bay got under the act uh, this year as well, they had their own lighting ceremony on Saturday. Um,
1: Yeah, I was out there, um, congratulations to the business community out there, they did a great job, Uh, they had a great crowd as well, and some people forget that you know a lot of people visit Marina Bay, but Marina Bay is the neighborhood. <laughs> there's a lot of people that live out there, yep. and uh, I, you could see the excitement with the, the lighting of all the buildings along the boardwalk and the railing, and they had a floating tree out with the boats uh, all lit up. It was uh, uh, pretty cool.
0: Yeah, and there's more. There's Safford Park has a tree lighting coming up. Uh, there's the General's uh, Bridge Tree Ceremony this Sunday as well, so lots happening still.
1: Yeah, a number of neighbors. Adam Shore does one. I think House Neck did theirs Sunday night. Um, You you mentioned Safford Park. West Quincy over in uh, the Granite Workers Memorial. is one coming up. Uh, Yeah, this Sunday's a little special. You know, and remind people about that, Joe, and that um, at the General's Bridge and Park, we did it last year for the first time. We dedicate a tree to those who are currently serving in the military. Mm -hmm. So we invite families to come down and write... uh, the name of their loved one who's serving on a ribbon and we hang the ribbons on the tree we decorate the tree with those ribbons with the anticipation um that they'll be coming home perhaps they won't be home for the christmas season or holidays but that they'll be coming home safe at some point um so we we certainly want to remind people about that event um it's a, it's a neat one it really is yeah
0: and uh, of course uh thursday evening that is the season symphony and song concert by the quincy symphony at quincy high school
1: If the parade didn't put you in the spirit, the (laughs) concert will put you in the spirit, that's for for sure. For sure, yeah. Yuichi uh, and the entire Quincy Symphony, remarkable. And, of course, a number of our musicians on staff in the school department, a number of students participate. It's really, really a a great event. uh, I know they always get a good crowd, but there's probably a few tickets still available. Quincy High Thursday night, 7 o'clock, I believe, Joe.
0: That's correct, yeah, and the proceeds benefit the music programs in the school system, so it's a great cause as well. Absolutely. Can we talk a little bit, Mayor, about the uh, public safety uh, meetings that were held yesterday regarding the incident at the Wallaston T station a couple of weeks ago? And I know there's a lot of concern about that in the community.
1: Well, there's certainly uh, some concern. There's certainly interest in getting information on what was going on, uh, particularly when you have language barriers uh, with some of our some of our immigrant community. And so I thought the you know the morning event was at the Faith Lutheran on Hancock Street. Um, I'm not sure it's Faith Lutheran, but it's. I
0: think it's Wallace you know, and it's, Lutheran. Yeah.
1: Wallace and Lutheran, thank you. Right next to the Fenno House. Yep. Been to that uh, senior program a number of times in the in the basement of that church, and that uh, Tacky Chan coordinated that meeting with Philip Chong and the Quincy Asian Resources, and of course passed the law there at the church. And uh, information was shared. District Attorney Morrissey gave a good explanation. The chief from the I mean the chief from the T, the ch- obviously the Quincy chief were there to speak about the incident, the steps that were taken. And to some degree, what go, what happens going forward. Um, and uh, I thought it was a good meeting to share that information. And then, of course, Nina Leanne Councilor Lodge, went into the meeting uh, later in the day, early evening, at 80 Clay Street, Tobin Towers, mm-hmm. um, particularly for the people of that building, but it was open to the public. People came from, from the neighborhoods surrounding that area. And, again, a similar thing, people looking for answers. And um, what, what I reminded uh, folks at both of those meetings was that while many communities were going the other way over the last several years, we've continued to add police personnel. We're up to a funded 185 patrolmen. I know we've talked about it on the show, Joe. Yep. Uh, it was 144 when I took office. There were no canines left when I took office. The drug unit, we've tripled since I've taken office. So, um, you know, and the result of that is what we saw that this horrific act of violence um, despicable act of violence and how anyone could do this to another human being is beyond my thinking. Uh, But having said that, the Quincy police had this guy behind bars within 16 hours of the incident. Remarkable police work. That's why we need to have a a robust force, well-trained, with all the tools necessary. And I certainly thank the MBTA Transit Police for their help and all of it as well. So that was very important to, to remind people of. And there's another thing that It's been very kept quiet, Joe, and it was the interest of the police department themselves. They were so moved by what occurred to that woman that at the police station, they took a collection up Hmm. amongst the officers and raised significant money towards the woman's bills related to her medical bills based Hmm. on this incident. I mean, that's the kind of police department we have. People are so quick to criticize all the time. It drives me crazy. Uh, We have incredibly trained, very professional And offices with empathy for the community they serve they serve with compassion and dedication and I can't say enough about and they want no publicity about it they refuse to have anything in the newspapers or on the TV about it and that's that's true charity job
0: also another important piece of information I think that came out was to report anything suspicious that happens because there was an incident ten minutes prior um, where a woman was almost abducted by that's this, correct potentially by the same individual i mean you, you don't want to speculate as to what could have happened however if officers had responded to that first incident you know hope maybe it would have prevented the second incident
1: yeah we, so uh, you say the officer responded somebody had called right the police station which would have tripped the officer to respond absolutely right. it, it could have been a different outcome but we don't know for sure Right. right. and in and, and my estimation based on this this person—I want to say animal—that's not, but that's not very kind. This person—it um, would have happened at some point. I'm convinced of, based mm-hmm. on, mm-hmm. Um, you know, his his sickness, um, and he and was pointed out at the meetings by the district attorney. Uh, he's been held without bail. It was such a vicious act of violence mm-hmm. that, um, you know, the judge would not release him on bail. So, you know, with with ju- obviously he deserves uh, justice. Um, but my guess is he's going to be going away for a long, long time, and, and he deserves
0: that. So see something, say something. It sounds so simple, but it's so That's important. That's exactly right. Yeah. yeah,
1: I mean, we everyone's busy in their life and just move on. And But, you know, it, it's, it's not only you say something occurred there, uh, the attempt on the other woman, but, you know, the other thing the chief pointed out rather astutely was, you know, people head to the T station, they got their heads down, mm-hmm. they're texting, they're looking at their phone, they've got headphones on, mm-hmm. they forget the the, uh, the surroundings, if you will, paying attention to what's around. And, and, you know, there's certain times of the day when there's not many people around, and that's, that's a vulnerable time in a sense that that's when people would act, um, someone like this, they wouldn't do it with people around. Right. So I just remind people to be aware of your surroundings at all times as well. Sure.
0: Mayor, this morning, uh, well, a special event happening for the folks at Quincy Community Action Programs over in uh, southwest Quincy.
1: Yes, uh, Beth Anstrolo and, and the entire staff and board of directors of QCAP um, done a nice job uh, with the food pantry location for southwest Quincy. They used to rent the space, which was really inadequate in that area, and they purchased the building and dedicated that entire space to uh, serving the, the needs and of the poor, working for folks that may just, uh, you know, have some challenges at different times. They do a great job, Quincy Community Action. So, they're, they're naming the building in honor of Paul Conley, who's been a longtime member of the board, Quincy Community Action, also very active in the community, Vietnam vet, uh, a great guy. So, a uh, nice program this morning. I'm looking forward to catching up with QCAP and celebrating with him.
0: Yeah, I know that uh, the city gave uh, $300,000 in uh, the federal COVID relief money to help that project.
1: Indeed, and uh, that's the kind of thing that, you know, we don't necessarily talk about all the things that went on during COVID in the Arbor, but, you know, one of the first things we did was reach out to all the food pantries and provided them each a grant uh, immediately because we knew. Well, we didn't know what was coming with the pandemic, Mm -hmm. honestly, Joe, but we thought that there'd be more of a, Strain on the food pantry so we immediately dealt with them right up front and then of course it led to uh, further funding that we use federal money for to assist them with the new permanent location that is better suited for serving the people of southwest quincy
0: sure next time we talk uh mayor it'll be december
1: imagine (laughs) i gotta get my i gotta get that and get my christmas stuff up i I always wait for the coldest day of the year i (laughs) think (laughs) <laughs> and we've got some good mild weather. I haven't taken advantage of it yet.
0: Now, yeah, well, you might want to wait till after tomorrow because we have a big wind-rainstorm coming, so after yeah. that, you should be good. Well, <laughs> better, than, better than the white stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks so much, Mayor. Thanks, Joe. Bye-bye.